Amen. Praise God. Good evening and welcome to Studying in the Word, our church service worship today. How is everybody doing? Praise God. Praise God. Sister Pat, if you could bless us with prayer. Heavenly Father, we come for you. Just want to thank you. We just want to thank you for the opportunity to use the blessing for your name. Thank you for bringing us throughout each moment of each and every day with your grace, mercy, and protection from all harm and danger. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Lord, we just ask for your continued grace, mercy, and blessings as we continue this journey on this earth. And Lord, we demand that we open up our hearts to you and receive only what you want us to receive. Let our eyes, mouth, ears, hear, see, and speak only what you wish for us to see. Lord, we demand that we feel with all of your Holy Spirit. We know the only way, the only way on this journey to make it for salvation and truth, eternal peace. And the new heaven that you have waiting for us is to walk in your grace and mercy and mercy. Lord, we love you. We pray for all of those that are lost out there and hope that they return to you and come to you and trust in you. There's so many things going on. So many people are turning away, Lord. But I pray, I pray that they open up their eyes and ears and see the truth and see the light. Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him, all for the heavenly hosts. Praise 
I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Because the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. Lord, I have loved thy habitation, the place where thy honor dwelleth. But the Lord is holy, and his holy temple, let all the earth be silent before him. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my rock, my strength, and my redeemer. O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All the earth sing praises. Amen. And if we could, Sister uh, Nicole, if you could bless us with a song that's on your heart. Um, yeah, in the, in the midst of it all, Yolanda Adams. Amen. Now, would you be able to sing? Um, well, I was going to ask if you could sing a, a song. Oh, oh, sing a song. Uh-huh. Um, or... Okay, uh, I can remember the lyrics. Um, it's the old one, but um, on a hill, I Last I had the 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Yes, praise God. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Father God, we are so humbled this evening as we come before you, oh God, to worship you, to gain nourishment and insight from you. Father God, healing and restoration from you. Father God, we praise and we worship you. Heavenly Father, we can never thank you enough for giving us a chance to learn about you, a chance to, to spiritually grow, Father God. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you breathe on us with your sweet Holy Spirit. Come this way, fill our houses and homes. Father God, this year has been difficult for some Father God, in all honesty, it may have been a difficult year for many. But Heavenly Father, we know where there's trials and tribulations. We have you to bring us out. You are our refuge. You are our shelter. Father God, we know that we have made mistakes by thought, word, and deed. And Father God, we just give you all the glory. We just cast all our iniquities on the altar. Father God, to just come here and worship and to also take communion in the name of Jesus. Father God, those that wanted to be on the line and can't, Father God, we just ask that you continue to embrace them shelter them, clothe them, feed them, nurture them, oh God. Father God, those that have worshiped elsewhere, Father God, we are all one body in Christ. Father God, we lift up those right now that are feeling discouraged, oh heavenly Father, and tired. Father God, we're lifting up those that are angry right now. And Father God, by the Spirit, let us come on in to take shelter and refuge, that we will not leave in the same manner in which we came. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. 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 Uh, everybody know the song, uh, Spirit Fall Fresh on Me? Yeah. If we could sing that. Fresh on me. Fresh on me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Whoo, hallelujah. You know what? Let's sing that 
one more time. Let's sing it. Let's sing it one more time. Woo. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Break me, melt me, mold me, fill me, spirit of the living God, fall afresh Yes, amen, amen. We will be right back after these messages. And when we come back, we will be reading our scripture lesson from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1. Through... uh, 1 through 34. That's 1 through 34, chapter 11 in its entirety. Amen. Restoration of peace within the soul is an ongoing process. The Prosperity Project series presents Restoring Your Inner Peace After Abuse. The brightest stars on earth have overcome many adversities in their lives. This book is dedicated to the inner healing of abuse victims and those who have encountered traumatic experiences. Focusing on the strength-based perspective, the reader will connect with their innate ability to overcome all obstacles. This book was written by survivors to survivors and those that know survivors. Instructor's Manual and the Individual Student Books of Restoring Your Inner Peace After Abuse are designed for facilitating workshops, Bible studies, individual readings, and or groups. This book is available right now on Amazon.com. A few testimonies from Lori Massey, who says that the book is wonderful, inspiring, empathetic, and helps with the past. The novel market declares while religion isn't normally their thing, I know it is for a lot of people, and this book seems written with good intentions to help others. Also, Will says that this book is inspiring and transformative. He says it is a great read, and he wasn't sure what to expect going in but he enjoyed the book and he recommends it. Restoring Your Inner Peace After Abuse 
available right now on Amazon.com. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That was Yolanda Adams in the midst of it all. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. As we turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and we will read this in uh, responsibly. Amen. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the traditions with me. This is I pass them on to But I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. But every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. It is the same as having her head shaved. A man ought not to cover his head, since he is the image and glory of God, but woman is the glory of man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. It is for this reason Nevertheless, and the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor is man independent of woman. For as woman from God. Judge for yourselves. It is proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered. Amen. And I'm going to read verse 13 again uh, because I think I left out the word is. Judge for yourselves, is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered? And I'll read verse 15. But that if a woman has long hair, it is her glory. For long hair 
is given to her as a covering. If anyone wants to be contentious about this, we have no other practice nor do the churches of God. In the following directives, I have no praise for you, for your meetings do more harm than good. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you, and to some extent, I believe it. No doubt, there have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. For when you are eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry and another gets drunk. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine for those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have But if we were more discerning, with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. So then, my brothers and sisters, when you gather to eat, you should all eat together. All together. Anyone who is hungry should eat something at home so that when you meet together, it may not result in judgment. 
and when I come, I will give further directions. May God add a blessing to the hearers, readers, doers of his holy word. From all that dwell below the skies. Just praise Let Redeemer's name be sung through And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Lord, have mercy before us and incline our hearts to keep this law. Live my God to thee. To thee, even though it be a cross that raises me, still on my soul shall be nearer my God to thee nearer my God to thee hear what Christ our Savior saith Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Glory be to the Father. And to thy Son. And to thy holy ghost, as it was in the beginning, it is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise God, praise God, amen. And here at Behind Closed Doors, we do not uh, take up collections in the traditional way. If somebody is led to donate, uh, they could actually do so by uh, the method of uh, Cash App, which is the dollar sign and short for uh, Behind Closed Doors Ministries. It is B. CD Ministries, M I N I S 
T-R-I-E-S L-L-C. And um, that's, uh, or they can do so uh, via PayPal, um, which is paypal.me.com. Uh, and I'll have all of that listed in the, uh, the body of the podcast. Uh, with that being said, are there any announcements? Uh, I just want to say, um, Pastor, real quick, that um, I didn't realize you were watching um, something on the TV uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, the week, uh, starting next week, which is, uh, well, this week, October 2nd and 3rd, is um, the Ohio Nonviolence. Mm. domestic violence, um, elder abuse, anything like that, um, it's the National Week to say no and be an advocate to, um, you know, nonviolence. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And yes, yes, my sister. So, you know, we definitely have to um, definitely raise awareness um, for that. And I thank you so much for... Uh, for sharing that, um, one of which for the Domestic Violence Awareness Month, um, I am personally promoting um, different uh, aid, well, basically people who are pioneering for this epidemic. Um, we do have a book entitled Restoring Your Inner Peace After Abuse. Um, which is written by myself and my three adult children. And it does uh, entail information and in how we were able to get through and heal from those traumatic experiences. And I just tell people, restoration of the soul is ongoing. You know, some people will say, oh, you buy this book and this is all you need. No. Um, also in the book, we have exercises that we recommend that you do visually, you know, because there's triggers in this world. There's triggers and you, we're constantly healing, um, especially with this pandemic that's going on. There's a lot of aggression. Studies have been conducted and show that um, after this pandemic, the COVID there has been a lot of cases of people um, saying that they're hearing voices. There's uh, a lot of agitation, uh, road rage, and et cetera. So we definitely want to be um, mindful and watchful. And this is very imperative that behind closed doors, we constantly reexamine ourselves, constantly have individual Bible studies with one another in our families. Um, as when I was growing up, I constantly heard, get your house in order. And God was preparing us then for this time now. Because if your house isn't in order, it's, it's so hard to, to function in, in the community. Um, with that being said, um, before I ramble on, uh, is there anything anybody else want to say? Amen. And so, you know, one of which I know 
especially um, with, you know, even in my own household, um, I'm feeling things, you know what I'm saying? Um, not in a negative way, but just being able to multitask uh, between working, you know, a secular job, the ministry, also doing, uh, you know, working and also um, the things that I do with advocating for nonviolence. So God prepares us. And I'll definitely be sharing that because the Lord blessed me with this scripture just moments before um, we got on the line. And so it's so fitting, especially with taking communion. And I just want to give God gratitude um, because of, uh, you know, Sister Nicole being in her, her house. You know, that's nobody but the Lord. Nobody but the Lord. So we, 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 everything that we go through might feel as though it's trying to break us, but it's really just like that song, that gospel song, he's preparing you. God is preparing me. God is preparing you. God is preparing us, you know, and, and I, and I, I just have to, I just have to give God this praise some praise right now because. When I was reading something uh, today, um, I recollected on when I organized the local Bible study group before we were um, behind closed doors ministries. And we had the local uh, Bible group thing. Rest. Do you guys recall that? The Bible study group, Rest. We were meeting at the library. Yes. 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 Amen. At the library on uh, Early Road. Right. So, you know, and in that, because it's in the book, Restoring Your Inner Peace, um, where I said it was imperative that we implement rest in our lives, which is recognizing, encouraging ourselves, striving and strengthening us. This is positive self-talk speaking over ourselves throughout the day and daily, and then team building. We're going to have, sometimes people are going to go. Sometimes people are going to stay. Sometimes people are going to come, but if we have the right people around us, this will um, bring positive outcomes. And again, you know, team building, you know? So with that being said, God was preparing me for now. He, those little projects that I was doing was preparing me for this ministry, you know? So we just keep in mind that the Lord is constantly preparing us. Are there any other thoughts? Anybody want to share anything? Amen. Uh, with that being said, um, we have 
Bible study Tuesday at seven o'clock and um, next Sunday uh, church service will be at two o'clock. Um, when the weather starts getting cold right now, we have that building, but when it gets cold, we'll, we'll primarily be over the phone. Um, but right now we are doing both in person and over the phone. So if people can't be in person. They still can worship over the phone. And I do have that PayPal link. If anybody is led to donate, that's paypal.com forward slash paypal me forward slash BCD Ministries LLC. Amen. We will be right back after these messages. On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for some things? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessings? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression, suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are being prepared. Praise God. As we go into our uh, altar prayer, are there any prayer requests? Carter Wilson and Douglas and Larkin family. Amen. Praise God. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Yes, yes, amen. Uh, Sister Pat, any prayer requests? Thank you. 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 Thank Praise God. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm clearing my throat. <clears> throat> 
Oh, yes, Heavenly Father. Father God, this evening, we so graciously thank you for waking us up this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sustaining us throughout the day, oh God. Father God, we just thank you for the many people that you have brought in our lives, oh God. Father God, we thank you for the protection of storms that we know nothing about. Father God, we say hallelujah for bringing us through the storms that we endured. Father God, this year we have lost so many, Heavenly Father. We just take a moment of silence, Father God, and our heads bowed to say that we love and miss them. It doesn't matter what year, Father God. This year and several years ago, Father God, we just want to take a moment in silence. Yes, oh, Heavenly Father. Father God, on this altar, Heavenly Father, we individually come to you with our hands and our arms stretched wide open, Heavenly Father, to embrace you, oh God. Father God, hold us, hold us, and don't let us go. Hold us and don't let us go, oh God. Father God, some of us are broken. Some of us are worried. Some of us are healed, Father God. Some of us are confused. Some of us are sane. But Father God, however we are coming to this altar, may we be sustained, healed, rejuvenated, restored in the Holy Spirit, oh God. Father God, on this altar, Heavenly Father, we just ask that you continue to bring those that were victims of the sex trafficking Continue, Father God, to expose those devils behind closed doors and let them let your people go. Father God, we're going to put on the altar people that are angry and, 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 and turn into violence. Father God, let their spirits be tamed. Let whatever is bothering them, Father God, may they seek counseling for healing. Heavenly Father. Father God, right now we're just going to put everybody on this altar that's calling on your name. Father God, we, we want to lift up the Wynn family, the Pamela Wynn family, Father God. Healing in the name of Jesus. Through and through, oh God, the Muhammad family, healing protection in the name of Jesus. The Carter family, protection and healing in the name of Jesus. As the Larkin family, Father God, protection and healing, oh God. The Douglas family, protection and healing, oh God. Yes, yes, oh God, yes. The Casey Culver, Bryant, Butler, Odom families, Father God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Protection and strength, oh God. The Muhammad family, Father God. Protection and strength and healing in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus. We come, we come to you, oh God. Father God, touch us, touch our organs, touch our our, our, our flesh, oh God. 
Yes, from the epidermis to the dermis. Father God, on this altar, we're lifting up the Charles and, and, and Curtis and, and, and Terry families. Strength, healing, protection in the name of Jesus, oh God. Ooh, Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus. Ooh, Father God. Father God, on this altar, we're putting up marriages right now, oh God. The adversary is trying to tear family, friends, business uh, partners, and marriages apart. It's ruthless. Father God, the devil of infidelity and adultery. Father God, the, the, the lust spirit is running rampant. Father God, wives are trying to weather the storm, whether or not to stay with their husbands, and the husbands are trying to validate their infidelity with saying that it's just part of the flesh and abraham was unfaithful and, and so forth solomon the father god let not the devil gain entry into the foothold of unions for it is written one man to one wife and vice versa. Father God, there's diseases out here. And some people are telling their wives or telling people's wives to just work it out with their adulterous husbands. Because just about every man is going to cheat. But Father God, do they understand that there's some things out here a pill will knock here. Heavenly Father, some people are calling on your name for prayer because they went out in the storm without a raincoat. The Bible is not a decoration, oh Heavenly Father. Let the people understand that. When you told Adam and Eve not to eat from the forbidden fruit, it was for a reason. When you tell man that they are not supposed to commit adultery and fornication and homosexuality, it was for a reason. That Father God, we, we know we can't judge people and the people that's going around saying hateful things to different people, then that's not nice and that's not of God. But Father God, you, you tell us to share the word of doctrine. It is hard living a life of celibacy and that's why you say that if a person cannot contain, let them marry. Because it is better to put out that fire than have to endure with those those that heat night after night. So, Father God, we're just putting on this altar the single people of this world, including me. Father God, that we hold on to your unchanging hands. Father God, and we stay near the cross. And Father God, that are suitable husbands and wives, Father God, be given to us in your timing. 
Father God, we just ask that you breathe your Holy Spirit on our houses. Wherever we are, whether it be in the hospitals, the nursing homes, Father God, breathe on those that's in the jail cells. Breathe on those that's at work right now. Father God, breathe on those that's in their cars. Father God, breathe on those in the shelters. Father God, breathe on those suffering from domestic violence, whether they be male or female. Father God, let the parents protect their children. No abuse. Whether it's abuse of a parent or abuse of a child, abuse is wrong. Father God, may those in a in a bad situation, be able and move to call for help to tell. Father God, we just ask that you move people out of our lives that are a hindrance to your calling upon him. Yes, oh God. Father God, bring people in our lives that you have anointed or ordained for this journey, oh God. Father God, we just ask that you touch our minds, oh Heavenly Father. Woo, Heavenly Father, let us be covered in the full armor of God. Yes, from head to toe. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you breathe on us, oh God, repelling all diseases, illnesses, pestilences, strands of the COVID, strands of the, the coronaviruses, strands of the flus, all potential harms and danger. Father God, heal us and protect us. Father God, you are the antibodies that sit within our soul, our very vessel. Father God, breathe on us, oh heavenly Father, from the epidermis to the dermis. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, but Father, oh yes, oh God, oh yes, oh God, oh heavenly Father, oh yes, oh yes, oh God, Alhamdulillah, yes, oh God. Oh, yes, oh God. Father God, some people, they, they want to know if I'm Muslim or something. That's no offense, but Father God, do they understand when people are peak, is speaking Arabic? And I thank you for the the the, the um, lady, Father God, Catherine Vahira, that is teaching me Arabic, her, her native language. Father God, I thank you for the people that you put in my life that have taught me Spanish. Yes, and Portuguese. Heavenly Father. I I don't take this title of minister lightly. I want to communicate with people, Father God. And when they speak another language and they 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 uh they ask me about it, I said, teach me. Teach me, my brother and my sister, teach me your language. And I learn a few words at a time. Father God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, oh God. I'm so grateful unto you. I'm so grateful. Father God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. God, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I bow before you. I love you with all of my heart. Father God, we uplift the Gomez family, Anita and Angela Go Angelo Gomez, oh God. Yes, healing, restoration. Yes, prosperity in the name of Jesus. Yes. 
Father God, we uplift the uh, Beasley Martin family in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, yes. Father God, you know who all that is needed in this prayer. Father God, we don't have to call out the name because you already know us. You already know us, God. You know what we need. Father God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just ask that you pour out your favor. Endow us, O Heavenly Father. Woo, yes. Wisdom, discernment, speaking in tongues, prophecy, Minister pastoring. Father God, we just ask that you endow us, O Heavenly Father. Father God, right now, we just ask that you touch Brother Desmond, O God. Touch him in the name of Jesus. Father God, touch his pain, O Heavenly Father. Father God, touch the doctors that they know what is going on in the name of Jesus. Ooh, yes. Father God, we're going to uplift the Jenkins family in the name of Jesus, Father God. And you know what's going on over there. Father God, we just we just pray for those that try to oppress us and discourage us. They need it most. Father God, we just pray that those walking in darkness just get on their knees and call out to the almighty God in the name of Jesus. And seek the peace and seek the light. Father God, I just had to ask a special blessing over my children for all that they do in this household and how they look out for me, Father God, and a special blessing for my niece and my nephew, Patrice and Jake, for how they look after and take care of my sister. Father God, a special prayer for my mother. Patricia Carter, Father God, just touch her, oh God. Touch touch her, touch my children, my niece and nephew, Father God, with long, long, long lives. A hundred and something. Father God, yes, this I beg you. Father God, I just ask that you continue to be our hedge of protection, our fortress. Ooh, Father God, we just pray for safe traveling mercies. Father God, to and from. Father God, as we go to bed tonight, we just ask that you watch over us and send our protection angels as we sleep. Father God, I ask that you bless those that had that have blessed uh, me and my children with purchasing our books. Father God, we just are so thankful. Heavenly Father, I just ask for your covering on this authorship and publisher journey for me and my children that we are able to leave something, our legacies, oh God. Father God, we just lift our hands to the sanctuary and we truly love and worship you. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. Sister Nicole, would you bless us with another song?
Yes, ma'am. Any? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do something simple. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a
Praise God. Praise God. We will be right back after these messages. With only a few minutes until they could exit to Koenigsegg Parkway, the roads and traffic take a turn for the worse. Readers and friends, the angel of death was near. Sterile and John prayed silently to Almighty God. Are they spared? Everyone hopes for a perfect love story. Some people dream of taking an adventure. In a small town named Poughkeepsie, New York, a couple and six young adults will meet and change one another lives forever. Take this journey in the adventures of Gurgle Boy written by author Patrick M. Douglas. This book is available on Amazon.com. finishing point has a beginning. In our lives, every hardship we faced brought about a new beginning, a new horizon, a new triumph. Beginning of a new is just one short story written by author Brylon Douglas in his book, My Purpose Ordained by God, collection of adventure and short stories from an autistically gifted child. From the adventures of Jerry Young, who disguises himself to hide from the world, to Mama, Please Don't Go, another heartfelt short story about a young girl named Mindy who fears losing her mother. Take this inspirational journey through this book written by Brylon Douglas and available right now on Amazon.com.
Amen. Amen. Today is just a miraculous day. We learn every single day the Lord wakes us up. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Here in 1 Corinthians, we see this uh, in this statement. And when I read it, it allows me to take a better look at myself. It's so easy to put the blame on other people, but it's so hard to take that examinating look in the mirror. I think back to different songs that reflect that. But when we look in in the scripture here, so many things come to light in reference to the hair, long hair and having uh, coverings over the head, uh, women. And when we look in uh, the second verse, I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the to the to the traditions just as I pass them on to you. And I think about the way I was raised. I think about as a young child being encouraged in the church, going to Sunday school, listening to the church sermon to the pastor and not really not understanding what he was talking about. But I knew when my grandmother brought us home, she was going to explain it. And I used to love that. And this is a tradition that we must pass to our children. And even if we don't biologically have children, to our godchildren, to children in the community, to people around us. Paul in these scriptures shares so much information and even to the traditions and the commandment of taking communion. Some people wonder why we take communion. It's so easy to recite the scriptures and and reflect back to when Jesus had the last supper with the disciples. But what really is the meaning behind it? Today, we are going to understand that God has prepared us for the survival of this exodus. The traditions that we held onto growing up prepared us. We talk about it, we sing about it, but are we really adhering and understanding that we have been prepared since the time of our existence within God's thought. 
sometimes we go through family problems, but the people in our family, whether some of the some of them get uh, uh, rub us the wrong way or whatever have you, they are preparing us. Jobs that we have faced adversity from in the past have prepared us. Ideas that have been blessed to us by the Holy Spirit to do things have prepared us. I remember being the the vice president to the president of the YPD when I was a young girl. I was the secretary. I was the treasurer. God was preparing me. When I was an adolescent, I felt, oh, my mother's being so hard on me. My grandmother's being so hard on me. People are being so hard on me. They were preparing me. Verse four, even every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head. But every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonor her head. It is the same as having her head shaved. Let's talk about that. We live in a society that some women want to be the man's position and some men want to have the position of the woman. Some people might say, Minister Douglas, now what are you on earth talking about? So many, so many people are talking about equality rights. What about Christian rights? What about the sanctity of God's laws? It's not being hypocritical. If you take water from your faucet and you make ice cubes, does it mean that those ice cubes are no longer water? Let me explain what I'm saying. You cannot take our life and say this is our life and we are separate from God. It's the same thing. The water that flows through, through us, the, the blood that flows through us comes from God. He is our water. Our flesh is the same thing as a substance that is now formed from living, living, li living uh, life force. We owe God everything. It was this thing in the, in the, uh, the blogs where there was a lot of uproar over this artist named uh, Doja Cat. And they were going on and on and on about her shaving her hair. And then I remembered about when Britney Spears shaved her head. But when Gandhi shaved his head, it was a total different take on it. When Gandhi did it, it was a sign of religion. 
But when these two women did it, it was a sign they were 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 being disgraceful. They they were uh, um, altering their looks. And when I look here in the in the in the scriptures, like the Bible says, is when it comes to the woman, our hair is our crown. This is not anything we of the people are making up. This is God's commandment and the way he has ordained us, the way he has created us. And it's just about the hierarchy. The hierarchy. Verse three, but I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of the woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. God, the son, the man, the woman. You have in households to where sometimes the man is absent. And this causes a shift, a shift in a paradigm in the aspect where the man who is an image of God is absent in that household where he should be, helping to raise his family. And it causes a disorder. And then you wonder why so many households and so many family dynamics are struggling. I remember coming up my grandmother and my grandfather being married. And that was my a surrogate mother and father. And I was blessed to have a mother that was raised in a two-parent home because a lot of the things that she did in raising myself and my sister it was a product of being raised in a two-parent home. Unfortunately, when I had my children, I didn't have that. I didn't have uh, male role models for my sons. I'm a woman. I cannot teach a young boy to be a man. That's not my job. And what we see going on in society today is more than just the pandemic. It's spiritual warfare and spiritual neglect and demise. And what I mean by that is the adversary of depression and lust and self-pleasure and the disregard for God's hierarchy is giving the devil footholds. It is time men become men and women recognize the position of a man. We can't have a male body in the household not working 
and the woman going out working two and three jobs to take care of a household just to have a man laying beside her. No, that's a man, not that's a vessel, not a man. And we cannot have women treating their men like children. If you have a man going out working and he want to come home and he want to eat dinner and he want to watch TV, you can't go around giving him orders. You have to respect him. So when I read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it's about getting your spiritual body, your spiritual house in order, which is your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, and your household. Because people of God, if we don't get it together, the generations is going to falter. It's time that we respect the roles of God and also respect and value how God created us. Verse 11, nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor is man independent of woman. For as a woman came from man, so also man is born of woman. But everything comes from God. Hallelujah. God is so dynamic and respectful. You got some men that they want to use these first few scriptures. See, I'm, I'm the head of the man. I could go out and, 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 and pollute the marriage bed, but it's not defiled because we're married. So you just got to take that because I'm the man. You got to say what I, you got to do what I say. I'll do what I want. You got some men that, excuse me, Lord, they refer to a woman as curse words, B's and H's. But did you not forget, just like in the Bible said, you came from a woman. Yeah. God is saying we should have respect for one another. All scriptures is breathed of the Holy Spirit and beneficial. So in summation, men, Respect your wives. Wives, respect your husbands. Parents, respect your children. Children, respect your parents. And above all, respect God. Because God gave us life. And by God can take it away. The lack of respect. The devil of supremacy came from the adversary. 
He thought because of his jewels and his beauty that he was more supreme than our Lord, thy God, who created him. God gave that beauty and God took it away. He's not running around in no splendor right, right now. No way, Jose. But when we get all of this information, it comes down to the 13th verse. Judge for yourselves. Is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered? God, see, Timothy, by the way of the Holy Spirit is, don't take my word for it. Judge for yourselves, because the Bible tells us that we're not supposed to take man's word. We're not so just what I'm saying to you right now, you're not supposed to take my word for it. You're supposed to look the scriptures up and discern for yourself. Because I'm a minister, which is my job is to minister the word. I'm still all imperfect flesh. But if I tell you, you know what, I'm a minister. And I'm telling you, last Tuesday I went outside and pigs was flying. And one of them was polka dot and, hit, and, and in his hand, in, his, in, in the pig's hooves, it had a chili bowl. Well, you know what, she's a minister. I, I, I tell you, I've never heard of pigs flying with no chili. But maybe she's, no. And that's another thing. And I just had a conversation. You got people blaming everybody else except looking in that mirror to see what needs examined. You got people now blaming President Biden. Before that, they was blaming President Trump. Before that, they were blaming Barack Obama. Before that, they were blaming Bush. They even had faults when Clinton was in office. But what about what is going on in this world today? Now, given when we talk about the people in the Capitol, now, they, them was grown folks, and they knew better than that. Because if anybody told me to do some stuff like that, I would report that person to the police. They were accountable for their own actions. And I'm not excusing anybody. I'm not excusing anything that maybe was said or transpired prior to that horrific, tragic act which took lives viciously, what I'm saying is, it's time that we take accountability and be willing to examine ourselves. Because whatever we're going through, God has already prepared us for the survival of this exodus. And I'm going to tell you something. When we think about that situation at the Capitol, you don't think somewhere in their lives they've heard if you saw somebody jumping over the bridge, would you jump over the bridge? I'm telling you, they were warned. Exactly. I'm telling you, them people was warned. 
they done something before this capital experience. They chose to do what they wanted to do. We have to adhere to God's laws, respect his hierarchy, and respect one another. We have to respect our men. Men, we have to respect our women. We have to respect our parents. We have to respect our children. And let me go more in depth in that aspect. You have some people, they don't like their parents because of this, this, that, and the other. Some parents don't like their kids because of whatever, this, this, that, and the other. But we are imperfect people serving a perfect God. So if we're imperfect people, how can there be perfect children? How can there be perfect parents? There's no such thing. But we cannot allow our imperfections to get in the way of serving and loving our God. Sometimes we hold grudges with family members, but because somebody is laying beside us, pacifying that fleshly fire, we let, we let it go. That's not love. That's not right. We have to get it together. We have to walk into our preparation that already has been laid out and designed by God Almighty. Now, going back to the here factor, that doesn't mean that there's some people that have uh, certain things where they don't have here or uh, they might have short hair. That's not what these scriptures is talking about. And remember what God says, if you add something, you take away, you have to answer to God. You will be punished. But when we read verses 14 through 16, does not the very nature of these things teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a disgrace to him? But that if a woman has long hair, it is her glory. For long hair is given to her as a covering. If anyone wants to be contentious about this, we have no other practice, nor do the churches of God. Now, in this aspect here, what I, I discern from these scriptures is talking about the same thing at a job. Okay, as verses for the man. A lot of jobs want the men to have short hair, to be clean shaded. It's about being respectable and, and maintained. It is not saying that a woman that has longer hair is is it has more glory than a woman who has short hair. This is written in these times, and this is given. Uh, 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 an example. And this is not to be taken in a literal sense, 
and where one person with long hair has more favor than someone that doesn't have long. And when we move down to the scriptures about hunger, verse 20, so then when you come together, it is not the Lord's supper you eat. For when you are eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry and another gets drunk. This is talking about, and it has happened. Some people have actually came to church hungry and they have misused the communion by eating and getting full off communion wafers. And I'm sure you all probably have heard of that. And I remember one time, you, you've heard of that, Sister Pat? Oh, I I, was, I didn't know who said it. Who heard of it? No, I, I just said I think people just mean uh, the call. I think people do that. Yeah, you know, and I've I've heard of it. And I remember when I was a young child, <laughs> I was hungry, you know, and um, I thought of it. I thought of it. And uh, my grandma said, no, you don't, you don't do that. Cause I, w- I was hungry. I said, grandma, I said, I, w- I was so hungry. I wanted to get another cracker. I was like, no, that's not what it's for, you know? And as I got older, I've, I've heard of that. And that's what the scripture is talking about, you know? And also is, is talking about empathy. If you know someone is coming, to the house of God, to the assembly, and they're not eating, they don't have food at home. It's nice to implement breakfast programs at the church. Things like that. Because it's also in the Bible about if somebody's fasting, you're not supposed to eat in front of them. You're not supposed to tempt people. And more overly, you are not supposed to take a, you're not supposed to misuse the communion. This is the Lord's Supper. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ went through a horrific time. He suffered. He gave his life. He willingly was lowered underneath the angels so that he could take on sin and give his life so we can have life everlasting. Verse 23, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is what we are doing today. 
This is what we're, we are giving thanks to the Lord. And, and letting him know we don't take him in vain. We don't take God in vain. We don't take God in vain. We do not take the Lord that God. We do not take the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in vain. And then we go in further where it says in verse uh, 27, so then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. Well, you have some people, I guess, they don't mention that part. You have some people, yes. You have some people, amen, amen. You have some people that take communion and they're sinning. They're committing adultery, they're fornicating, they're doing all kinds of wicked things. All kinds of wicked things. Excuse me, Pastor. Yes. So somebody ate the bread and drink it for the cup. And they were fornicating, doing things. Is that like saying because they did it that they'll be cursed by the good Lord? Well, I don't want to say curse, but with with the, the they're drinking, they're they're bringing judgment on themselves. So God sees that because remember, Jesus Christ when he uh, took the last supper with the disciples he didn't sin you understand jesus that's why only our lord and savior jesus christ could give his life so and even the disciples it was after uh the last supper when judas betrayed jesus And we wonder why there's a lot of sickness in this world today. It, 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 it's, sickness is inevitable. But what these scriptures is pointing out is one, the hypocrisy and the sinning behind closed doors. See, a lot of people think sins are hidden, but they're not. God sees all, knows all. Now, given we're going to get sick, we're going to have different things, but sometimes the load that we're carrying becomes heavier by our actions. And what the scriptures is pointing out is about examining yourselves. Examine yourself. Now, some people will, will say, you know what? I'm sinning, and I know I'm wrong, so I just don't take communion, point blank, period. But they sick anyways. Because one of the things we have to remember, 
God is about do what I say. You have the choice to do what you want. But if you do what you want, you have to suffer those consequences. So if you know you're sinning and you take communion, you're going to be judged. If you sin and you don't take communion, you're still going to be judged. So you might as well change. People do not understand how serious this is, especially when it comes to sexual sin. Because the Bible says all other sins is outside the body. But when you are sexually immoral, that's inside the body. Because we are living, breathing souls, which the Holy Spirit is in us. The life force. So it's just like walking up to the tabernacle, which is the churches of God right now. The tabernacle, which is the tabernacle of God, going up there frolicking. A lot of people be like, oh, no, I can't do that. Well, it's supposed to be like that within your own body. That's why it's imperative for open and public confession. Some people say, well, you know what? If you sin in private, you confess in private. I don't know where they got that from. I don't know where they got that from. But, like, I love that Donnie McClurkin song. We fall down, but we get back up. I live my life right now in celibacy. But have I made that mistake of fornication? Yes, I have. Have I openly confessed? Yes, I have. Because anytime I say I'm a minister, I'm attaching God to everything that I do. And I cannot be a hypocrite. I won't be a hypocrite. And what I love about uh, uh, here in these scriptures also is telling you basically if you're doing these things you can change that's why it's written yeah there's some people here that did not respect their husbands or their men or whatever okay well let's get it right let's examine ourselves and get it right. Okay, if you're you're cutting your hair for whatever reason or whatever to make a point or whatever, okay, well let's 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 re-examine this and let's get it right. If you don't want to shave, you don't want to cut your hair for whatever reason, let's let's re-examine that and let's get it right. If you are sinning and you've been taking communion. Okay, well, let's re-examine and let's get it right. If you're not taking communion, 
because you don't want to change the sin. Okay, let's examine and let's get it right. Because see, some people feel as though if their heart is right, that's going to get them into heaven. I don't know, because I'm not the judge. I'm not the juror. That's why I'm constantly praying for God to purge me and to prune me and, and, and help me to examine myself. Because I say things to people that hurt their feelings. I, I When I feel attacked, I, I'll say things in retaliation. And I constantly pray to God to get through this accident. Because guess what? God has prepared me. Thirty verse uh, 30. That is why among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. This is death. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined. Now listen to this. Nevertheless, when we are judged in this way by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. <clears throat> so then, my brothers and sisters, when you gather to eat, you should all eat together. Anyone who is hungry should eat something at home so that when you meet together, it may not result in judgment. And when I come, I will give further direction. So Paul is writing this letter. So Paul is writing this letter to instruct, to help, to encourage, to share. And that is part of the preparation that God has blessed us with. And God preparing us for the survival of this exodus, we have to remember. Our family members are our family members because rightfully so. God doesn't make mistakes. Secondly, our hardships that we endure, remember, persecutions provides perseverance. Preparation for survival of the Exodus. When the Israelites were crying out to God about being delivered from captivity, don't you think that some, don't you think many of them were sick? Many of them were going through personal things within their own homes? Think about it. Some of their faith may have been under attack. When you look at it in a closer way, you will see the Israelites, or you will see that we were a lot like the Israelites. Because we may not be in a physical captivity as such as enslavement in that condition, but some of us are in captivity 
with our fears, our anxieties, our health issues, our past of being uh, angry and bitter, in captivity of not being married and not being in relationships or being in relationships that we don't feel fulfilled. Some of us may be in captivity of jealousy. Some of us may be in captivity of poverty. Whatever spiritual warfare and captivity that we are undergoing, God has already prepared us to survive it. Do you believe that? And in closing on this sermon, before we take communion, let us take an examination of ourselves. Let us have a conversation with God that whatever we did prior, we are going to get it right. So that we could take this communion and we can go forward in proclaiming the gift that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has given to us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, Desmond, can you sing a, a, a short song before we go to break and come back with communion? Amen. Mm -hmm, you're fine. Oh, amen. Lyrics for eyes on the sparrow. Oh wow. Oh, hold on. Sure. Eyes on the sparrow. I can look that up too and see if I can find it and send it. Okay. I got it. Amen. And I thank you, Brother Desmond, for doing this at a at a short notice. You answered some code. I, I thank y'all.
Today's church service on studying in the word presented by Behind Closed Doors Ministries. Filled with blood, drawn from Emmanuel's veins, and sinners plunged 
beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains lose all their guilty stains lose all their guilty stains and sinners plunge beneath that flood lose all their guilty stain amen amen wash my sins away Dying land, that precious blood shall never lose its power. Till all the ransomed ones of God be saved. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Praise God, praise God. Everybody, if you could grab your communion. You that do truly and earnestly repent of your sins and are in love and charity with your neighbor and intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly bowing or kneeling. 
Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and weak wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against your divine majesty, provoking most justly your wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Most merciful Father of your Son and our Lord Jesus Christ's sake. Forgive us all that is past and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please you in newness of life. To the honor and glory of your name through Jesus Christ our Lord. So say all amen. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of your great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all them that with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto you. Have mercy upon us, pardon and deliver us from all our sins. Confirm and strengthen us in all goodness and bring us to everlasting life through Christ Jesus our Lord. All say amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify, magnify your holy name through Christ, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 It is very meet right and our bowden duty that we shall at all times and in all places give thanks unto you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty Everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your holy name evermore, praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth, all full of your glory. Glory be to you, O Lord most high. All say amen. We do not presume to come to you, this your table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and your great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather crumbs underneath your table, but you are the same Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood that our sinful souls and bodies may be made clean by his death and washed through his blood and that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. All say amen. Amen. Almighty God, our heavenly father, who of your tender mercy did give your only son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death unto the cross for our redemption, 
who made thereby his oblation of himself, once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father. We must humbly beseech you and grant that we receiving these, your creatures of bread and wine, according to your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, holy institution in remembrance of his death and passion, may we be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink all of it. For this is my blood in the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as often as you shall drink of it in remembrance of me. Okay, okay everybody, if you could grab your uh, wafers. Everybody have your wafers or bread. Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Break it in half. And go ahead and eat <clears throat> This do in remembrance of me. And if everybody could take your communion uh, drinks. And he had given thanks. He gave it to them and saying, drink all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many of the remissions of sin. Do this as often as you shall drink of it in remembrance of me. All say amen. Amen. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Hallowed be thy name on the earth as it is in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, and give us now our daily bread. Hallowed be thy name, and forgive us all our trespasses. Hallowed be thy name, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Hallowed be thy name, and lead us not to the devil to be tempted. Hallowed be thy name, but deliver us from that all that is evil. Hallowed be thy name, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Hallowed be thy name, forever and ever and ever and ever. Hallowed be thy name. Amen. 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 Hallowed be thy name. Amen. 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 Hallowed be thy name. O Lord. 
our Heavenly Father, we, your humble servants, desire your fatherly goodness mercifully to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching you to grant that by the merits and death of your son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and your whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto you, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto you, humbly beseeching you that all we who are partakers of this holy communion may be filled with your grace and heavenly benediction beseech you to accept this our bounden duty and service not weighing our merits but pardoning our offenses through Christ our Lord by whom and with whom in the unity of the Holy Spirit all honor and glory be unto you O Father Almighty world without end amen all say amen Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And what do we believe, church? Was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From this he shall come judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the church university. And our mission statement from behind closed doors, every person born has a purpose and many roads to travel on their journeys. Unfortunately, the road we travel carries many bumps and detours. There is no need to be ashamed or dismayed. At Behind Closed Doors Ministries, we have endured many bumps and detours within our journey. Our mission is to aid in the well-being of our brothers and sisters within our communities by providing biblical information, spiritual encouragement, food, clothing, and school supplies to those in need. I would like everybody on the line and those uh, listening, thank you so much for joining in to today's sermon. May God add a blessing upon the hearers and doers of his holy word. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God Praise for 
Amen. Praise God. Y'all have a blessed night. Love y'all. Bye-bye.